Welcome to the Yes Perfect Podcast, a podcast where we talk about everything and anything except politics. My name is Matt, and today I'm joined with the rest of the crew. You guys can go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hey, I'm Will. I wasn't here last week, but I am now. Hey, I'm Joey. Episodes is 39, 39th episode in a row. Really? In a row? Yeah. I feel, oh, yeah. Technically, technically, he's right. I mean, the one episode that we filmed without him, we couldn't put up. Ah, uh, yes. I do yeah, remember that. that. Yeah. This is 39. That was a fun episode to record, but... Uh, yeah, uh, holy shit. I feel like I need to address something as well. Uh, we have our cameras on. We're not, recording. For... we're not recording the cameras. Not? No. Why the fuck? Okay, never mind. So we don't, t- <laughs> it's so we don't talk over each other. So we can look at each other while we do this, but we don't have them on. You know what? F- fuck. Okay. Um, yeah, in other words, hi, I'm Vinny. I'm a, I'm a little charged up right now, but uh, just, just, just do the thing. Can we? Okay, can we get Vinny to 100 subscribers? Get him yes. there. Go, I'm go getting now. close. That's why right, I'm here we go. Up. He's like Don't three me, away. I'm going to make three close. random Gmail accounts. Here we <laughs> you go. know what? It works. Just do it. If as me, much as Matt... I don't want that to be it, <laughs> I'm... you know what? I'd, I'd welcome it at this point. If me, Matt, and Joey all made one alternate account, we can all give me 100 <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> Let's do we, it. We could. But I know, since I know uh, I could see Matt's doing something, probably getting ready for his good old rant on one of the things we're talking about. Uh, give me a quick TLDR on opinions. Give me like an A grade. Give me like a 4 out of 5 stars or 8.5 out of 10 IGN score. For what you guys think of everything that happened last week with all the Mario 35th anniversary that we've been trying to say is going to happen every day since the last like almost six months, it feels like. And it happened. And it finally happened. So, uh, Joey, give me your IGN score, your whatever the hell you want to call it. For the direct in total? Yes. I'm going to give that direct a 7.8. So, what's your reasoning behind that rating? It was a very good direct. It, I, I I think I just really like it because it was new shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the 3D Mario collection. I like the whole Mario 35 thing. This little Tetris whatever. I don't know. I, I liked everything that was shown off. I mean, since we're on the topic, I mean, one of our topics is Mario 3D All-Stars. Let's just go with that right now. I mean, what what did you really want to talk about in regards to that that we didn't cover last week or just well will what do you think about it so i am really actually happy that they put before mario 3d all-stars i'm happy that they kind of like made galaxy and sun that's why they actually did sunshine kind of surprised to be honest i think that one is really cool because i think they're gonna actually let you use the old gamecube controller i think that one's compatible because i know i saw in the actual thing it said uh, like um compatible or like there's like a little tiny subsection where basically it said like accessories are possible i think that's supposed to be the old gamecube controller my favorite thing is uh one of my cousins who lives uh, a little while away from me used to have the n64 and used to have the i think the original and i don't think it's mario 64 but it's one of the mario games I used to play consistently, and I'm so happy it's coming to the like NES or SNES, whatever the Nintendo Switch Online kind of free stuff is. So I'm gonna be playing the crap out of that when I have free time. But I mean, I liked it. I thought there was a lot. I f- I felt like there was a lot of stuff for collectors, mm-hmm. which I'm not the biggest fan of. 
but I mean, I think it's cool that they have that. Obviously, it's when you do 35 years, you have to do like something big and collective and stuff. But for me, the casual person, I'm not like super big on Mario. Like I've never, I haven't sat down and played like every Mario game in the history of the world. Like I probably just played Mario Kart probably the most often. But I'm kind of excited that they kind of combine 3D All-Stars into one game. I'm not super happy it ends like randomly in March. That I feel kind of weird about. But that makes me think that in March they may release a new Mario game, which I think would be 10 out of 10 marketing. So, wait, are, are you just not happy that the whole collection's going away in March? or? Yeah, I, I kind of want them to keep some of it, not all of it. Okay, this is exactly what I wanted to talk about. So people are pissed that this thing is disappearing and that it's a limited edition thing. Matt, thoughts? Uh, I mean, Vinny said it perfectly last week during the discussion. Mario's 35th birthday is not forever. It's got to end at some point. I don't I, I don't see... I understand like people might be frustrated, like, wow, I can only get this game till then. But, I mean... It's a limited game, so it's like it's gonna have to go away at some point, and then you know they're gonna bring it back eventually, not in the form of like a combo or a bundle, but they'll bring back the individual games like 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy at some point further down the line. Yeah, I'm thinking we'll probably get in like a select, like a Nintendo Select format. I know we haven't gotten any of those for the Switch yet, but I could see it coming back since they brought the Wii All Stars pack back for that you know this this 35th year felt like they took everything from wii u and went hmm, let's just put it on the switch everything except sunshine and mario yeah. 35 yeah. and mario toys to life driving thing okay so for me i'm never gonna buy it no like the only the only way i think i talked to did i talk to you Vinny, about this you might have i said like the best thing to do like you're, the, the only thing that's good for parents is makes the kids have to clean up some part of the house, which is some big brain plays. For me, if I worked in a really big warehouse, imagine how cool that would be. That'd be sick. Like, can you imagine? I, I like, do remember you telling me that. Can you imagine, like, if you I'm just doing this, like, if you work in an Amazon, like the one of the main, like one of the main warehouses, and it's like a Sunday, and it's like or whatever, it's like a day off or whatever. Or it's like reduced crew because it probably is. And it's just like a after hours kind of hangout, whatever. I don't know what Amazon does. I have no idea what Amazon does. But I think that'd be so cool to have it just pick up and play with your coworkers. But for me, I'm never gonna buy the 3D racers. Although some of the video, I was really confused. Why do the wheels are like horizontal in some, but the ones that you're playing are vertical? There's a lot of little things that I caught, which I didn't think I was actually going to catch, but I did. Did you Does one of those little things shells? involve the Koopa shells? <laughs> yeah, the fucking shell. The fucking shells. Okay, you so see? I okay. read an article that you... made the shells make realizing that I spent so much time realizing you're racing someone when you're actually not fucking racing someone. So it <laughs> wait, doesn't wait, fucking wait. matter. Did you see the clip though when Mario throws the shell, it hits Luigi, and Luigi's car just stops? Yeah. So that's what There's I was saying. The ride. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, how is that fun? Can you oh imagine going? God. Oh imagine god, we're about to get going... into it again. Okay, I'll make this very short because I'm not going to go back on this. Imagine going 10 miles an hour for 30 seconds and then stopping, dead stop, throwing your body forward every two minutes. It's going to bug the shit. I out mean, of me. I will give him that. 
what what ride slams on the brakes in Disneyland when you're going into the station? There's one Screaming right now. at the end. Thank you. <laughs> slams on the brakes. Imagine that every like 30 seconds. It's going to bug the shit out of people. I mean, I realize right. that there's not going to be an item every 30 seconds. It's going to be like three items throughout the whole ride. Okay, so if it's a five-minute ride, you divide or six-minute ride. Every two minutes, you're gonna be slammed to a dead stop. Who says you're be... getting a shell every time? Okay, so my thing is, is I actually don't think you're racing. I think you're augmented racing the whatever fucking program is. You're not actually racing the person next to you. I can see that. That actually that's, makes that's a lot of sense. I, I read an article to where they thought they were gonna have like more like a cars ride where you're racing two people and they're like racing each other, and then slowly they realize they can't do it. So I think you're just racing like the computer, which I'm that fine makes... with. It that fits Universal sense. 100% better. Yeah. Yes, the fucking shells. <laughs> uh. But I do like the fact that they bundled everything. I don't like the fact that I have to sit here and think about it till March to buy it. And then, um, especially if you wanted like a hard copy of it. It's already you sold out wait. on Amazon. Yeah, yeah you have to Did wait it? who knows how long. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, dude, that, you're probably not going to get that till the new year. What? You'd have to, like, actually... Dude, all of shipping on video games... It's coming the, out I next know, week! Well, no, you can get it, like, it's, digitally. I'm talking about the hard, like, actual... It's next week! I No, but, like, the shipping. It might be, like, back order. The shipping is going to be, like... You Mine can, says I have it's arriving like, here on the 18th. Okay, we'll 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 check back on it. Someone okay. pin that in our Discord. I have a feeling. <laughs> just gonna I mean, show it to you. I mean, maybe when you. I mean, I got pre- the game fucking you, three okay. days early from Best Buy. Okay, so Marvel was already like almost done by the time Corona happened. So is Mario. I don't think this was done before Corona. <laughs> Dude, I it's don't. It's already think so. printed. There's been unboxings of it straight from Nintendo. This thing's done. I don't think it's gonna be like you order it on a Tuesday and you get Amazon Prime in two days, like the first week. I don't think so. I think you're gonna have to wait like at least a week. I'm excited to see what the hell happens. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, we're gonna revisit all these episodes about the Cooper Shells when it actually comes out. We're we're gonna make a vlog at Universal yeah, Studios vlog in Hollywood. Like, like, <laughs> uh, 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 but yeah, I do like that we finally got something from Nintendo. Literally something. Yeah. Which is so nice. The only thing I did is after that happened, I subscribed to Nintendo's YouTube channel. And then my fucking subscriptions got blown up with every fucking Nintendo game ever in the history of existence. So I unsubscribed yeah. and the shit out of me. That's just how it goes. Oh, yeah. But it feels oh, yeah. like it, it took that one Mario Direct for us to start getting new information. Yeah. So I don't think there's going to be September Direct. I doubt it. I, I thought yeah, there could no. be. But we just got the Breath of the Wild prequel announcement. And there was like a couple... There was a Scott Pilgrim announcement today. And that yeah, game has been gone for like cool. seven years or something. Yeah, because Scott Pilgrim's 10. Dude, yeah. I remember waking up and my Instagram and YouTube and every form of social media was exploding on the Breath of the Wild prequel. Of course. Ex- Exploded. I'm not a big Zelda fan. I don't think I've ever played any of the Zelda games. I know I know it's a huge franchise in general, but I was like, oh my god. 
where are my fantasy like sports <laughs> things? I get that. Where, I get where that. Are, yeah. Where are my like people that follow on YouTube that aren't, what, that aren't practicing? nerds? Yeah. But, like, where are I yeah, get it. like literally? But yeah, I think yeah, I feel like after this, Nintendo was like, all right, Xbox X is done, PS Five is done. Here we go. We're just gonna dominate these next three months. Everyone's gonna think about us for Christmas and holidays and all that crap. So I gotta say. Um, the I feel like the last big announcement we have from Nintendo this year is going to be the Smash character. Yeah. Mm. But the thing is, when's that getting announced? Is it just going to be shadow dropped on this one morning? Probably. I mean, you could probably go through... I mean, we don't know what game it is, but I bet if you go through Nintendo games, there's probably releases from now until the end of the year. That probably have like there's one like there's a couple outliers that are like they're a big franchise that dropped and they take that character. I mean, there's a million you can speculate this all day. I mean, we did a video on like Smash characters we want, yeah, and stuff like that. But you could probably just I don't know. It's hard to think. It's hopefully it's not another Mario character. Smash already has too many Mario characters. Well, like people were theorizing from the Mario Direct that they announced that there's going to be a Mario All Stars tournament or something. In Smash. Yeah, I saw but that. But it said to be determined, or like it's coming later this year. Well, why not just do the Mario tourney now, unless there's a Mario character coming for Smash? Yeah, I could see it. I don't know. More Mario characters in Smash? I don't need that. Mar- there's already two Marios in Smash. I don't need a third. Now we need would seven. Be really cool. No, it would be really cool if they take some of the Mario characters, and you know how you could change uh, like the I call them skins or whatever, or like the, and you would change. You go to Mario, and you could be like, I'm gonna say it wrong. Squirrel Mario is what I call it, but you could like mm-hmm. change, like the different, like if they had a different ups. iteration in some games. Mm-hmm. I think that would be cool for, especially for. I think that'd be cool during a limited time in Smash during this Mario 35th. That would be cool, right? But again, it's not really a Smash character. No. But it'd be cool if you did it. Actually, you could do it a character and you could unlock it, and then after it ends, you could still use it. That would be cool. I gotta say, I'm still surprised for Smash that we haven't gotten, like, alternate skins for each character. Like, another skin. Or I feel something. like usually the skins are, like, the last thing they do. Right. As someone who's played Injustice and Mortal Kombat, the skins are, like, the, oh, crap, we ran out of stuff. Oh, we'll just reskin them. Don't worry about it. And then they just make a new game. But um, that Breath of the Wild prequel, going back to that, when I woke up the other morning and I'm like, oh, Hyrule Warriors DLC now? I'm like, oh, that's cool, they're adding Breath of the Wild characters. And then I finally watched the damn trailer and I went, oh god, no, it's a full-on prequel to Breath of the Wild. Which, I ain't know how to feel about it, but after watching that trailer, I am very much excited. Because Breath of the Wild is basically my first Zelda game, and I loved it so much. And just seeing that this game takes place during the war against Calamity Ganon is going to be so cool. So it's a hundred years before you get to play as all the characters that are dead in Breath of the Wild. And you get to play through the actual war, so you're taking on just hordes of Ganon's like, soldiers. That's going to be awesome. And they worked straight with Nintendo on everything about this game. The story, the cutscene, like, everything. It just looks great. 
I didn't think I'd get it, but knowing that it's a prequel and it ties probably straight into the sequel, I think I'm going to have to play it. <laughs> I mean, it looks fun. It looks hella fun. So, it'll be nice to have a new game to play this year on the Switch. That's, That's a first not Animal party Crossing? Game. That's not Animal Crossing. That's not Animal Crossing. Or a port. So Pokemon. Oh, yeah. DLC. God, how many months is that away? Two, November. Three? It's in November. November? I have to wait two more months to actually <laughs> pick up and play Pokemon where I'm not just shiny hunting all day. Uh, Vinny, Matt, what did you guys think of the Breath of the Wild announcement? In all honesty, Zelda's not really a franchise that I'm like deep into. I don't own a copy of Breath of the Wild, so I don't. Same. Shut up. Yeah, you bought a Poke- You bought a Switch just to play Pokemon. I literally bought a Switch just to play Pokemon, and I will <laughs> happily tell everyone in the history exactly. of the world. That yeah, I bought, I bought a, Switch. a. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pick it up mainly because it was just like I don't want. To, I don't want it to become my entire life. Okay. Like, because I'm not really the best at those games. I've played a handful of them. The only one I've ever played all the way through is Link Between Worlds. And I've heard Breath of the Wild is like a long-ass experience, and I'm just like, I don't have time for that. So I never got around to picking it up. But then then again, this does look pretty cool. I heard Hyrule Warriors was a underrated game. It was underrated on the Wii U or wherever the fuck it came out first. So I figure, I mean, if this if that one was good, I mean... This one could totally be too. Yeah, I kind of agree. It's like I have no intentions of picking it up, but it it does look really good. It does look really good. I just I didn't play Breath of the Wild for too long, so I can't really pick it up and have the same experience as you would, Joey. But um, Matt, what what's this Travis Scott? McDonald's. Yes, okay, thing. I get to go on my rant now. <laughs> All right, let's go. Should like... we just mute our microphones and let Matt talk? No, hold on. In case you're listening to this, <laughs> this is when you get food or a sandwich or some chips. Or if you just pick a word for like at the McDonald's menu and you just want to take just an alcoholic shot, if you're of age, obviously, and just keep going through it, make it a drinking game, it's gonna be great. I don't know about I don't know about shots. Like we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes. We'll we'll see how it goes. Get your popcorn ready. All right, go, oh, Matt. Yeah, totally. Go on. Mute my microphone. Just let him talk. I don't think it's popcorn worthy, but so Aww. if you don't know, over I think it came out yesterday. I think it came out yesterday. It was the Travis yeah, yeah, Scott yesterday. combo from McDonald's. So Travis Scott and McDonald's kind of had a collaboration where they took a burger that Travis Scott likes, even though it's basically already on the menu, and they put it into a meal based on his likings. And my problem with this is people are hyping it up way too much. You have, you have. I'm not going to say every reviewer, but a handful of reviewers acting is are acting like this is the new greatest McDonald's thing. This is something out of this world. I'm like, are you guys fucking kidding me? It's a fucking bacon cheeseburger with fucking lettuce on it. It's a fucking quarter pounder with lettuce and bacon. What's so fucking great? And they're like the fries. What the fuck are special about fries with fucking barbecue sauce? You're not getting any special sauce with it. The thing that would have made it great, like a real collab, was if they took Travis Scott's ideas. They said, let's make you a custom sauce. But no, they gave him fucking barbecue sauce. And the the worst thing is the fucking Sprite. 
So his liking for his sprite is extra ice. And I was watching this reviewer. He, and he's like, I'm going to try this sprite. And he takes a sip. He goes, this is, this is incredible. This is crazy. And I'm just thinking to myself, yeah, McDonald's sprite is a little bit different. But he's blowing it out of proportion. Like, it's some crazy new Sprite flavor. I'm like, dude, it's fucking Sprite. And I guess this is this, like, food collaboration with, like, an artist or a famous celebrity or influencer. And companies are, like, this big thing. So you have Charlie the Dill, the, whatever her fucking the name Mario. is. Yeah, Demilio on uh, TikTok. And she's, like, collabing with uh, Dunkin' Donuts for a some type of coffee. I guess I don't even know what it is, what? but it's something. Yeah, yeah, she has her own uh, coffee, she, so she goes to Dunkin' like every fucking day. It feels like. Yeah, so she has this coffee, and it's called the Charlie. Wow, so original, and you can go up to the drive-through and say, "Can I get the Charlie?" All it is like a fuck. It's a coffee with like three squirts of caramel or something like that. I'm all like, "What the fuck is special about this?" <laughs> and then you have Chipotle collabing with. Other influencers, uh, David Dobrik, Courage from a Hundred Thieves, oh, dude, I love the, the stream. I, I like these guys. Don't get me wrong. And I think for them, it's like awesome. You're getting your name in this company. You have your own meal. But it's just really just a promotional thing. I mean, they slap a name on a fucking pre-existing burger and wow, people are going to go buy it. I don't get the hype. And I don't really think it's that good. It's a fucking quarter pounder with lettuce and bacon. How much fucking difference does that make it? I just, I don't know. And people will continue to blow it out of proportion and act like it's the greatest thing that McDonald's ever had to offer. And I'm like, it's nothing new. And you can get most of these things, like the Chipotle, you can go and order whatever Courage has or David Dobrik, you can get that already. It's just a marketing technique and people fall for it. Like, it just doesn't make sense. I'm, I, that's pretty much my rant. I mean... With, so, with this going on, I must ask, how long is it until uh, James of the Odd Ones Out gets his sandwich at Subway? Oh. How long must the man wait? I, I mean, my... Subway so much clout. I mean, it, it's honestly a good marketing technique. And it, it's good. It's really cool for, like, the influencers and people because, like, wow, I, I would love my own burger. It's just... I don't know why there's so much hype behind it. Like, it's some new incredible intervention from McDonald's. It's your burger that you already have on the menu, and you can, and you're just adding lettuce and bacon. You can ask to add lettuce or bacon on the burger already, I'm pretty sure. It's yeah. a McDouble, right? Is that what he gets? It's a quarter pounder. Oh, it's a quarter so, okay. pounder. Okay. It's so just I'm one looking... fucking burger? Yes. Yeah. So, that's all Okay, so my thing is, I looked at, I've actually looked at all three of them. I actually don't know what David Dobrik orders on Chipotle and looked at that real fast. But, so, Dunkin' is basically the same thing as Starbucks. So, like, getting a specific order, you can do that anytime you want. So, I guess making yeah. your own is kind of cool because then more people can, like, like what you like. Mm-hmm. And then, same thing with Courage. His is uh, double chicken, extra brown rice, uh, tomatillo, green chili salsa, and extra roasted chili corn salsa, which is definitely not on the menu that's very specific, which I think I'm okay with it. But this Travis Scott one is like, okay, so you just want a quarter pounder with bacon and no pickles. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, and then, yeah, and then the barbecue sauce and just Sprite with more ice, which actually gives you less Sprite. So out of all of them, this one's the most, like, weird 
to where it's like, yeah. why? Like, yeah. I, I, I guess McDonald's is just like wanting. I mean, they're probably making plenty of money. A bunch of people who can't go outside just go through the drive-through anyway. So I can understand why this is like right now it's smart, but compared to everyone else's, like it just doesn't seem like this insane. Yeah, yeah. like this. This so, insane, like completely different. You know what I mean? So they paid him for this, right? I I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, so. Probably. Right? How much did they fucking pay him to slap his name enough on a meal? I don't enough. think they're paying him. He said he loves McDonald's. I'm pretty sure that's the thing that he loves McDonald's. Okay, so here you are. You're this multi million dollar rapper, yeah? And they say, hey, we want to take your order and make it on the menu. And I bet you he went, do I get McDonald's free for life? And they probably went, yes, he said sold. I could see that. I don't know. I think it's... Yeah. Okay, I found the the David Dove burrito. After Matt, finish your thing. I can talk about the David Dove burrito. I was just going to say, I think it's just foolish that these YouTubers are acting like this is some new crazy thing. Because they're trying to barbecue sauce with their fries. And they're like, wow, wow, this is just... This is incredible. This, this is changes the. They, they, they I do that at guy. the counter all the time. <laughs> I heard this one is guy say, "Some guy said this changes the fry game forever." <laughs> this has been a thing. Years of people dipping their fries in ketchup, dipping in barbecue sauce. Oh my god, it's the best thing ever. Okay, so David Dobrik's burrito is literally the most fucking California boring ass shit in the history of the world. Chicken, brown rice, black beans. Fresh tomato salsa, also known as really shitty pico de gallo. Extra roasted chili corn salsa, also known as corn salad. Light cheese and a side of guac. Yeah, it's just, it's really just a marketing strategy. And there's no hate towards that. It's just, I find it really funny when they advertise it. Like it's some brand new, never before seen meal or um, menu item. And I'm just like, okay. And I think the Sprite's the most ridiculous when people are trying it. It's like ridiculous. I'm like, why are you guys trying? Like, the reviewers are trying it, and it's like almost a sprite review at that point. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> it's a watered down sprite review. <laughs> I, I just don't get the hype, and I mean, I, I'm assuming it tastes good. I'm not even gonna lie; they, it probably tastes pretty good. Dude, it's a McDonald's without pickles. I like the pickles. What shit is this? Fake. What would your McDonald's meal be? Other if... than the fact that I haven't been to McDonald's in forever. Yeah, if if they were to name. The meal, the will meal. What would oh, what? What's your about, meal from McDonald's, Matt? You too, Vinny. Why not? Mind me. Let's I'm all get on the McDonald's on uh, fucking. What would shit. your meal be like? The dumbass some- meal. Mine would be something like the KFC Double Down. <laughs> Do you remember that shit? Oh my god! Yeah. It would be like that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Ah, oh, that's a good question. Uh, fuck. I'm gonna I'm gonna move my microphone back because I don't know how uh, quiet I was or loud I was or what the fuck ever. Uh, it would probably have something to do with the fries being in the sandwich. That's all I can say for sure. That's all I can say for sure. That's like a constant. It doesn't matter where I go, what I get. I'm putting I'm putting my fries in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, what I would do is I would take. A double cheeseburger and put like a, mich- a McChicken patty or I don't know what their other chicken is and put it in the double cheeseburger because that would be considered a new menu item. Unlike a quarter pounder with lettuce and bacon, which is not a new menu item. Also throw some barbecue sauce or something on the burger itself, not just on the side. 
Are you guys ready? You go for it. Yeah. Here you go. You're taking a Big Mac. Let, let me build it for you. You start at the bottom. The nice toasted bun. Uh huh. On that bun, you have a nice you toasted. You have a nice slathering of barbecue sauce. On that, you have your nice, beautiful patty of the normal Big Mac. On that, you have American cheese. On that, you have your lettuce and then your pickles. I don't do tomatoes. Tomatoes are nasty. Then you have your middle. On top of that, let me just make sure I have all their sauces right. Let me just make sure. On that, you guys are going to shit your brains. Hold on, let's figure this out. They not have their sauces on their site. I have not been to McDonald's in years. Years. All right, whatever. You put whatever sauce you'd like on the bottom of that one. Then you put your chicken of whatever chicken sandwich they have. And then you have your nice, solid nothing on top. And you put the bun on top. Enjoy that. And then you have a side of fries and whatever fucking thing you want. Actually, no, sorry. You have a side of small fries because you're already fucking fat as hell for having that. And then you have a nice, solid, extra large, big ass fucking shake to make the picture the ice cream machine works. <laughs> there you go. I, I'd like to amend mine so I can include the shake too. If I may. Sure. Oh, Get like a full on root beer float going. Oreo McFlurry. God, I haven't had one of those since I was fucking eight. Make them. My order consists on them making sure the ice cream machine works. Well, <laughs> this this Travis Scott man, this Travis Scott thing will make them so much money. They'll have no, they'll have no choice but to make their ice cream machines work. Yeah, true. Joey, what was your special so mine, specialty item? Mine would be the quarter pounder with cheese, no pickles, with four chicken nuggets and Ooh. French fries. <laughs> I was I was about to I was about to say something. My my second ditch effort was to include a seven piece chicken nuggets, <laughs> specifically <laughs> seven. No, Vinny, you take the buds and you just put the chicken nuggets in a circle and then you put the bun on top. Yeah, that's. <laughs> hey man, depending on how depending on how tight we are for food, that sounds like a pretty damn good lunch around here. Yeah. If we have them, just why the fuck not? I like mine. Just take two of what everyone orders and just put them into one. And then you get a small fry. So it's essentially taking place. stuff from the from the two, from the, two from the two for four menu and just squishing them on top of each other. Yes, yeah. and then you just get a, then you get a small fry. I mean, that's fry a pretty good way of doing it. Yeah, because then you get a small fry because you just had that big ass. So you had two meals in one and then you get a, a fucking shake. Yeah. I just, just realized Travis Scott only spends $6 at McDonald's. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's literally a six dollar meal. Yeah. Remember, yeah, he's just well, one man. Sure. Well, I $6. guess to nice to know he eats like the rest of us. To conclude the little section, I guess I'll just say that the rant was kind of pointless. But my overall goal was to say that it makes no sense and this crap is overhyped. But out we'll of move all on. The people, <laughs> out of all the people, his is the most lame. Yeah, yes, by I mean, far. By far the most lame. I mean, Blown I'm just surprised there's bacon on it. Yeah. Hey, bacon's great, by the way. Facts. Yep. So to move Will, on. Will, quick. How do yes. you like your bacon? <laughs> Crispy. Yeah, there you go. If it doesn't That's break up, I, I don't want it to be a wet pool noodle as I put it into my mouth. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah, same. 
I'm really good with it anyway, but I like it like that the most. Yeah, if I had a preference, it's that. All right, Matt, what are we moving right, on yeah, to? Keep, keep We're going to move on to the movie section because we got some movie news and movie topics to cover. Like I guess we'll start with the whole Star Wars topic just to get that out of the way. Which I don't know about because like they didn't tell me. I don't either. Should we start with the new trailers or should we hop straight to Star Wars? Yeah, I already said Star Wars. We'll go there. Okay, Star so, Wars. I, guess, I think it was... Was it Jimmy Kimmel or Fallon? It was... One of the fucks. Okay, well, one of them, Josh Gad, the legend, was hosting. Boy. Was hosting, and he did an interview with Daisy Ridley, and in this interview, that she mentioned how there was basically no plan for the sequel trilogy. That Ray's character was never really. We didn't really know what her lineage was. We didn't know where she came from. Oh, okay. And basically, she said in the first movie, they're playing around with the Obi Wan idea that she's a Kenobi. Then, obviously, Ryan Johnson went in the direction that she's a nobody. And then at the final film, JJ's like, you might be a Palpatine. That's what we're leaning towards. But then he's like, also, maybe you might not be. We don't know. And supposedly up until pretty much almost the release, or I wouldn't say release, but the end of shooting, um, they still really didn't know until they kind of figured it out with Palpatine, Palpatine, I guess. So basically, the whole overarching story behind this was the sequels had no trilogy or no trilogy lined up. There was no specific plan. Kathleen Candy, even though she said there was an idea that they had the story planned out, she lied to us basically. Um, it's confirmed by Daisy Daisy really in this talk show interview. I think the biggest thing is this has always been like rumor and speculation that they never had anything together and it and she was never going to be a Palpatine. She was going to be a Kenobi. And everyone's like, eh, it sounds too good to be true. And, like, people go Kathleen Kennedy. And she'd be like, yeah, no, Palpatine from the beginning. That's how it always was going to be. And Daisy Ridley's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, we were mid-filming of the last one. And we couldn't even decide if I was going to be a Palpatine or not. Like, the fuck... I know we've okay. bitched about Lucasfilm before, but holy shit, you couldn't have got this right? I mean, it's almost like they're treating Star Wars as just a money grab that, oh, we could put out anything and the fans will take it. It's like we're suckers, basically. They went, well, they're, they're kind of right. I mean, when you, okay, we're, when you we're think here. about it in the holistic thing, they had three movies to answer this one question. Yes, it took them the whole third movie to answer the question. But it's really kind of annoying that they didn't have the general idea on episode got eight. Yes, eight. No, seven, 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 seven. They should have had the story planned out at least during, if not after seven, for Ray's character. There the was fact that, there was a layout. JJ but the made one a layout. Over, yeah, the one overwhelming important part of her whole character. Do you know it? No, we don't know it. It's like. Well, supposedly J.J. went, here's how it's going to go. The first movie's going to do this. The second movie, we're going to tap into this. And the third, we're going to do this. And freaking Ryan Johnson goes, fuck it. We're doing this. But you can't, really, you can't blame Ryan Johnson in this. In this Because Kathleen Kennedy gave him freedom to do whatever he wanted with the next movie. She said, you could do whatever you want with the Star Wars movie. She didn't give him any guidance. So you it's could do all her fault. <laughs> It is. Whoa! It is. She's been lying to fans, and 
many big YouTubers, Star Wars Theory came out. He's like, I feel betrayed. Yeah. This is, you know, to me, this feels like you're stepping on my name, stepping on all the fans, and you don't give a shit about us. That's what he basically said. And I think in a description, I want to make sure I get this right, but I'm pretty sure he said something along the lines of he doesn't see these as part of the canon now. Yeah, he sees them as fan fiction. Yeah, because I mean, it's they might just as well old. Be. The way he, they treated these movies is just unfair. It's unfair and to the fans. The it's is, unfair to George. I know we're blaming Disney for this. I'm not blaming Disney. I'm blaming Kathleen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to blame her. Like, if something went wrong at Marvel, I'm going to blame Kevin Feige. Because that's under his watch. They told her, make three movies. And she went, cool. Let's not plan anything out. Let's just go for it. The fuck? Mm. How can Marvel plan out the next ten years already, but mo- fucking Star Wars can't plan out three fucking films? Yeah. Three yeah. films. And another thing is, George gave him a layout for three movies. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, this is my creation. I know it the best. Here are what I think you should do, or at least take ideas. And he said, yeah, we'll look at this. We'll take ideas. We'll We'll go with this. And they threw that out the window and they just went with whatever. They wiped their asses on it. Yeah. Is what it seems like the most. Like, I know people have wanted Kathleen out of there for so long. Get the fuck out. This is the last straw, officially. You obviously don't give a fuck. Get out. She's the one who's like, no, I'm respecting George's creation. No, obviously you fucking aren't. You threw out the fucking script. You didn't even pre-plan this trilogy. You just fucking went for it. The door is that way. I suggest you walk through it before the fans throw you out of it. And mind you, I'm someone who liked the sequels. There are right. There I are enjoy- issues. There are huge gaping issues. issues. The Glary only one that I issues. saw was the only one that I saw was The Force Awakens, but I enjoyed it. I yeah, mean, there's if nothing not, wrong with that. If not just if not just for the novelty of the fact that it was a new Star Wars movie that I got to see in theaters. I mean, I think you look at these as they had the potential to make maybe the best trilogy we've seen yet in the Star Wars universe. They had the ideas from the prequels and like the original trilogies. And they could have combined the two and crafted an amazing film. But they just decided to ditch everything that happened in the past and just try to create their own thing and it just it didn't work. And the thing is, I'm pretty sure there's interviews of Mark Hamill being pissed, like, right after the first, uh, what, episode 7 came out? Yeah. I think even after episode 8, he he was not happy at all. I think after 7, it was just him throwing the lightsaber is what pissed him off. Because, like, that's not what Luke would do. Why would Luke be on a fucking planet? Like, it didn't make sense. No, it didn't. And it's just obvious and it's obvious the cast didn't like it either like i'm pretty sure harrison ford was bitching about it behind the scenes there were rumors that wouldn't shock me i'm pretty sure harrison ford died because he told them i have to die or i'm not coming back yeah he didn't want to probably he was like the one who was like no this is going in the wrong direction get me the hell out of here i don't know it's just i mean what john boyega came out last week complaining about his role and i agree he was a wasted character for good reason finn was great 
He was definitely and, one of my favorites from the freaking Force Awakens. Yeah, mm-hmm. his character, his development in Force Awakens was great. I loved it. Yeah, it's it's sad to know what could have been. Um, I mean, there are future pro- projects that really excite me. And I think John Favreau and Dave Filoni. I think they should really be in charge of just planning everything out. The Mandalorian's excellent. Probably some of the best Star Wars. Actually, I would say it is the best Star Wars that we got from the Disney era. Yep. And yeah. season two. Count, yeah. If you don't count Clone Wars. Yeah, if you don't count Clone Wars. Give or live take. Action, uh, live action. Season two is coming October 30th. That's something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if, I don't know. We also have Kenobi. <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't that. Let's see if I don't think they will. That's under the same careers as Mandalorian, so I think we'll be fine. Hopefully. Uh, but on the topic of Disney, Milan came out over the weekend, I think it was. Yep. Yeah. Friday. As of we're doing this, it'd be the Friday the 4th, I believe. Yep, so it's basically been a week. I think Will, you and I are the only two have who have seen this film besides Chris, uh-huh. who is not here. I know Chris's reaction, and he really liked it. Really? Yeah. What do you think? So, I enjoyed the original, and as a man, as a young child at the time, I did understand the main part of the story. Now, as I've grown up with a sister and multiple female cousins and companions and friends and stuff like that. I understand the meaning of Mulan much, much deeper. So this movie is basically that deeper meaning where it's more of a message than a movie, which I completely understand. My main thing is I wanted them to still take the moments of the original movie. Like, I don't know, Matt or Vinny, do you care if I spoil like half the good stuff in it? No, it's the same movie. So it's the, it's the same movie. Cricket is a person. There's no You're a Lucky Bug. There's no Yao King of the Rock. There's no Mushu. There's no ancestors. She has Chi. She's like freaking Avatar or whatever. Like, there's so many little things that I didn't like at the beginning. Like, the first, the whole prequel of her running on rooftops ta- chasing the chicken. I think if you get rid of that and you get to the point to where you redo how the father tells her that she has to hide her gift, I think that would be okay. But I think when she first hits the spear, I think that would be a really good defining moment for the movie on how important it is for women empowerment. If that was the first moment, not she's this six-year-old girl who can, like, jump on rooftops and, like, all this extra, like, super cool, I guess, ninja stuff or whatever you want to call it. For me, that was the most glaring thing that I didn't like. I like the fact that... uh, the Walmart hunt, as I call him, whatever the hell his name is, isn't actually the really main villain until, like, the last literally second. I like that part of it. I like how the fact that the Raven is actually a woman and she can turn into multiple birds. I think that's a cool new thing. But the main thing was just that she just bugged me. The fact that... I understand that, that she has to hide it to eventually come it out. But it just bugged me. The whole movie. Who? Just Mulan in general? No, no, no. Like, the fact that she had the chi. You know what the being when she's, like, sword fighting and she do all this stuff? Yeah. The fact that she had to hide that and the fact that that was most of her character development until she got to the camp, that bugs me. The fact that she had to hide the fact that she's better than everyone and not the fact that she worked to get to where all the other male soldiers were. And then when they finally 
do all the stuff with the swords and the spear and she kicks it. I thought if she did that for the first time, I think that would have been much more of an oh my god, she's a badass moment than what it was. It was like her coming out. But I think that would be better if it was a two for one. For me, personally. Okay. So now let's get into my opinion on this film. I really liked it. Um, of course, I'm the opposite. So, hear me out. We bitch and complain when it's a fucking carbon copy of the animated film. And this film didn't fucking do that. It got rid of Mushu it got rid of all the very animated, cartoony gag I, shit. The and artist I, formerly known as the best 95% of the movie. Yes, and I I like that about the animated film. And I'm glad they took it out here and they made this its own thing. I honestly love the little opening of Mulan as a kid. <laughs> running around being a little fucking piece of shit. I love that. I thought it was cool because it shows that the whole village doesn't really like her. And they're like, oh god. Like, this kid's a fucking mess. And it just shows, like, Mulan has a history of bringing dishonor to her family. So, when it cuts forward and it cuts to her, like, getting ready for the marriage, like, whatever. They yeah, uh, the marriage test, as I call yeah. it. I don't know, I I like the whole thing, how it builds more on her relationship with her family. It kind of shows, like, she can't be herself when she's in her village, because, like, oh, I'm gonna make a fool of my family, everyone's gonna, like, hate us, we're gonna be, like, they're gonna be the laughing stock of the village. And, I don't know, I liked when the father walked up to, to the horse to go get the, um, thing. The... Yeah, that the yeah yeah recruiter. the letter yeah. yeah, he just fucking falls. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh shit, and they're like, Mulan, don't you go fucking touch him. You yeah, have to like, I understand all that part. And I I don't know the whole thing about her and her dad. Like, I feel like the relationship's a lot better in this film, and they kind of expand on it, which I really liked. Um, also, in the when she gets to the camp. I'm just watching this, and I'm like, how can't they tell she's a girl? Oh, yeah, it's so obvious. That was the big thing. I'm like, it's... That was the big thing about the cartoon. It's like, you can... In in animated form, it's very, like, yeah, whatever. But in live action, I'm just like... Just the facial structure, right? It's very obvious. Even in her voice, too. And I'm just like, how are they not... Obviously, yeah. it's with the story, but... Yeah, they can't, like, they're walking the camp. Oh, that's a woman, don't worry about it. But, like, I-, I know you're saying, like, she wasn't able to really use her chi to the end. But I feel like when she was at the training and, like, they're getting red- ready and they're doing, like, the whole montage and everything. Like, you can see she's just honing her craft. She's getting better, getting better. And then she's finally able to fully unleash Yeah, with the kicking skills. the spear. Yeah. But I think if, let's say you rework the beginning to where you take it more simple, the fact that because the dad could teach her how to be a warrior, and let's say she, the dad knows she has the chi, but she doesn't. Mm -hmm. And then at the point where before she actually be able to use it like she does when she's like seven or eight or whatever, how old she is, 
the dad says you have to be more you have to be more like at the female the females in Asia at that time. I think that would be not as for me personally, I think I would have enjoyed it more. Like yes, the father taking the scroll, like there's a lot of very important symbolism and all that. This whole movie is more of a message than it is really a movie, which I I'm so, okay yeah. with. I'm I not a big fan that, of messages sure. in movies, which is why I don't enjoy any of the Academy Award movies or any of those. Like, I think that one's a big award. I'm like, I want to watch a movie for fun. Yeah. See, but I, I think I... it'd be better for me personally if she, if the dad knew she had the chi and she didn't unlock it until she went to the camp. I think that would have been way cooler for me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't feel the message during the film. Oh, the message is women empowerment. Hello? It's such a basic it message. It just felt it's like the original movie. Mulan to me, so it, No, the message it was wasn't huge. it Mary. wasn't in my face. It's a thing, Joey. It was so in your face it became the movie. Like my thing is is there's so many little tiny things that the animated did for me as a kid at the time that the live action was never going to do. Like when there's a scene where she goes down to the pond and Whatever the, the I don't know what the what's the guy's original name in the Shang. camp that is Lee was it Shang what's his name whatever the main like trainer dude is yeah that's seeing, Shang yeah yeah so he's gone he's not even in there yeah. he's he's gone he's a brand new character yeah but... he's basically just like his character but now he's just a regular soldier he's not like the head guy the head guy I like is that. Uh, I, okay so I I think that's fine because they brought an older guy and in case uh, Matt will know the blind uh war the blind soldier in rogue one is the like lee yeah, donnie yen is it donnie yen am i wrong i think so jet lee's in the movie casually the original mulan's in the movie casually like towards the end anyway yeah. but i'm fine with that but like she went down to the pond because dude's telling you to stink which is totally a dude thing we'll all sit here and be like if your bro if your bro stinks we'll tell you hey you fucking stink which we were watching it with i think i was watching it with a couple other friends socially distanced obviously and a couple girls, and the girls obviously really liked it. Not a big surprise. I mean, it's a good movie, but for me, I don't like messages in movies. I want to watch it purely for fun, purely for entertainment. But when they go down to the pond, and she goes in, and she's finally starting to relax and actually can be a female, and then he comes strolling in, I'm like, if there's no Yao, King of the Rock, I'm not going to like this movie. Guess what? It didn't happen. The movie's mediocre, in my opinion. I did not like it. <laughs> Can we get a rating and or if it's worth $30 right now? Right now? No, I would not pay 30 Okay, so if I'm in a family of four, it's worth $30. Family of three, worth $30. Me and my girlfriend, $30. By myself, living in an apartment, by myself, no. Wait wait till December to watch it. What, what would you give for the rating, though? Oh, the movie is cinematically great. It's a seven. Story-wise, for me, I don't like it. Like, the average person will enjoy this movie. For me personally, because I wanted Mushu and Cricket, your one lucky <laughs> buck, all the little saying, Dasana on you, Dasana on your cow, all of that, because it didn't happen, it doesn't feel like a Mulan movie to me. It feels more like a message. And that's my main thing, is why I didn't like the movie. So, for me, I, like, Family of Four, $30, do it. It's yeah, good. Yeah, totally worth it. Family of Three, go for it. Family of two, if you really want to see it, like you're dying to see what, it. Boyfriend, go girlfriend, for it. yeah. It's, it's one night you don't have to if do anything. If you're by yourself, not watching this with anyone else, 
don't do it. All right, so we, we agree on that opinion. Think we agree on something. So, <laughs> overall, I, I'd give this movie a 7. I think it's one of the better live-action remakes for Disney. Just because better. it's different. It's different enough from the original. Because it's a more serious tone and serious take on the story. And it... When Beauty and the Beast is literally a frame-for-frame, shot-for-shot recreation... I'm just glad they seem to be going in a direction and they continue this way of not just recreating the film, but taking elements and amplifying them for the live action and cutting out some stuff. So like, yeah, I missed Mushu in this movie, but I don't think he would have fit in here. I think the whole Phoenix thing was really weird. Yeah, it made no sense to me. No. I guess it's supposed to be like homage to the ancestors, I guess. Yeah. Or like that's supposed to be Mushu's character. Like yeah. it's so like there's so many little things that in the animated Mulan that were a sub story. This one's straight up Mulan's only story. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it, so seven for me. Check it out if you really want to. If not, just wait till December. When it's on Disney Plus for everyone. Yeah. But just a quick question. What is everybody's favorite live action remake from Disney? Just like what do you guys compare it to out of like what's great and what's not great? I, let me look so at the list. This is I've only seen this and Beauty and the Beast. I haven't seen the Lion King because I know I'm not gonna like it. I I've asked like all my questions to a bunch of people and the overall consensus is if you like if you really love the original Lion King you're not going to like the... I guess not really live action, I guess, is technically what you want to do. But mm-hmm. like out of the quote-unquote remake the or rebrand. Yeah. yeah, the realistic, if you want to do. But I don't know. I enjoyed the Beauty and the Beast because I think it's such a classic tale. I know it is basically cut and cut. They just took every scene and put it there. But I feel like I enjoyed it because at the time, that's what everyone wanted. And it felt like a movie to me, not a message. I hate the fact that I'm repeating myself constantly. I know, Joe, you're sitting here like I repeat myself 12,000 times. But I don't know. Like These movies are good. They will make money. It sucks that this wasn't in theaters again. Yeah, but at the no. same time, if, like, it... if it was in theaters, this thing would have immensely made money. This thing would have looked fan-freaking-tastic on the movie screen. Yeah. Like... like... The we call it the end credits, like um, just the credits, the whole like visual thing they were doing. That reminded me of like James Bond, and it was so freaking beautiful to look at. I'm just like, oh, I, I could see just chilling in the movie theater, and this just playing is like you can tell like there's just giant sweeping shots in this film that I'm just like, yeah, that was made for a movie theater. And we'll never see it there, ever. Uh, but anyway, for me, my favorite live-action remake, Jungle Book. I think that's my favorite. I think I've seen that one either. The only ones I've seen is this and Beauty and the Beast. Oh, you're missing a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah I'm, not a, I'm not the biggest like Disney, oh my god, I gotta watch all of them. I've, I've never been the big Disney, oh my god. 
like we were in a Discord, not a Discord call. We were in a Zoom call. Me and Vinny were in a Discord call with a bunch of my friends, and we were talking about Pixar movies. Out of like the last ten years, I think I've I've yet to see Inside Out start to finish. I've yet to see Frozen start to finish. I haven't seen Frozen two at all. Uh, there's like and then there's like so many that I've missed just because I just haven't watched them because I just don't watch them. Like yeah. my last ten years, I've been going basically to superhero movies. Yeah, that's. That's pretty much. Vinny, what's your favorite live action Disney mm. film? All right, I have I am with Will in the camp that I have had very limited exposure to, and it's been very positive. It's been very it's been very polar for me. I either love it or I hate it. It's it's, and let me tell you, it's not all positive. Um. Uh, the one, the one that I saw that I could say that I thoroughly liked was Beauty and the Beast. I saw Cinderella and I didn't enjoy it that much, and I saw Maleficent and I fucking hated it. Isn't y'all, y'all already know. Y'all know I fucking hated it. Yeah, yeah. If this, if this movie did, if Milan did do its source material what Maleficent did to its source material, and have that they changed it that much. It's the same I, story. It's not like same exact completely. story, just Literally, different tone, they, different tone completely. You know, you know how Mulan was very fun, and then as the like like this is Mulan's story. Yeah, it goes here and slowly gets more and more narrow to that one thing. Mulan is basically just this all the time. <laughs> There's not a lot of side stories or a lot of side character development. I wish Chris was here. <laughs> uh, in all honesty, I'm still not convinced that I would like it. I think Vinny, when you wait till December you'll watch it and i think you won't be like me where it's very because it's a message it doesn't feel like a movie and i don't i don't think i i know i'm repeating myself big surprise i don't Turns think out. it's a message i don't think it's there's any that. heavy message in this that you keep bringing up i think there's a message i, I see it as a message this mulan's message is your damn koopa shells of mulan yep here we go again the average person will enjoy it i just did it I'm like the outlier, and I'll just accept that. Yeah, Matt, what's your favorite live-action Disney movie? Uh I'm in agreement with all of you in a way. I think Jungle Book is probably my favorite, but I do really like Beauty and the Beast. Also, they give they gave Beast his like own song, which was pretty damn cool. I did not mention that. I, I wanted to. It's the best part of that film. Honestly, yep. it yeah. is. That film is pretty... Both of those, I think, are tied for my top two favorites. Um... But is that all on Mulan that we got? I think so, yeah. Cool. So, trailers came out. One of them being Freaky. It's kind of like a take on Freaky Friday, I guess, in a way. But it's like a mm-hmm. murder horror-ish, yeah. I guess you could say. Yeah, when you stab a random girl and you switch bodies with her. That's not... Yeah. Spawn it, it, it... is so fucking old. Oh, my God. He looks so old in this movie. He looked a lot younger in Dodgeball. okay has anyone watched fuller house a little when bob saget first walk in that's the same reaction i had oh my god (laughs) that's literally how i feel while we're watching this trailer together yeah i I said it now i gotta be honest when this trailer popped up my youtube feed earlier i'm like the fuck's this shit like, I'm like, okay, this is probably some, like, third-party indie studio that's putting this out. I'm like, I'm not even going to click on it, because it didn't interest me. But throughout the day, people are like, 
have you seen the freaky trailer i'm like no what's that they're like just watch it now knowing that it's a freaky friday with a twist i like what i'm seeing i don't know it's just something different it reminds me of um happy death day it's the same did you yeah. not read the same producers who made that or yeah. same writers or whatever it is. I, I know the words were there. I didn't read it. I was too busy well, thinking about how old Vince Vaughn is. <laughs> I liked Happy Death Day, and I just I like the vibe that's coming from this film. Oh wow! I, I think it's cool, like them switching bodies, and one's just a fucking murderer going around murdering people in the other person's body. I think that's a cool concept instead of it just being mom and daughter switching bodies for the day. You know, mm-hmm. it's not all based around a damn fortune cookie or whatever. Yeah, they, I have a feeling that dagger that it's stabbed with is important later on. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Oh, I don't know. It's just not what I expected from the trailer. And you I know, was pleasantly surprised. When we were watching the trailer, you had a look of disgust on your face. Like, this is <laughs> shit that you're viewing. Me? Yeah, I was just like, oh, Joey does not like this. Because you look like you were like, fuck this shit. Yeah, Joe, you were like, what the fuck am I watching? What the hell is this? I know. know. Never mind. No, go, go, go. I don't remember what I was going to say. I was I feel like as soon as you said Freaky Friday, I was like, they just took the same idea and they just made it about murder. And I'm not the big, like, murder story thing i can't is it on netflix or on hulu the one where it's like murder babysitter or whatever oh netflix that netflix. was yeah. weird i remember watching that and being like is this how all like these weird teen murder things are supposed to be because this was just so weird to watch it was so like out of my wheelhouse i was like i don't know what i'm watching i was halfway through it and i wanted to turn it off I'm like this is complete shit dude i think i i think i just like didn't realize and i was halfway through it and then by the time i realized i was like actually halfway down i was like oh it's a movie uh, yeah i don't know this Vinny, one what i you think Sorry, i don't know Will. i won't i won't if it's a pivot i still won't pay for it because it doesn't interest me but if it's like in the theaters and i have to do go to the theaters for whatever reason maybe <laughs> i don't know again i'm gonna say it one more time last time i swear vince vaughn is fucking old <laughs> what do you think Vinny? Wasn't interested. Um, you know, I think it's a cool idea. I think it had potential. I haven't seen the movie, obviously, but I think it has potential to be something really cool. It looks like it's going to be poorly executed, the idea. I don't think it's going to look... It, to me, it looked like some Netflix mm-hmm. knockoff. Like, they're just going to throw it on Netflix, like some Netflix original. Y- you know, it didn't look great, but manga, anime, Netflix adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> Someone brought up in the comments of the trailer saying, "You know, it'd be a perfect if they're doing like these old films, but redoing them." Like, so Freaky Friday. Someone said, "Do the Parent Trap next." Oh my god! And Ooh. have it as separated parents, but one of the parents is psychotic, and the mental trauma has transferred to the other daughter. So when they go to camp, they switch places, and it just goes have two psychopaths with each other and two normal people with each other. That sounds awful. 
Well, the psychopath with the normal person. Yeah, and then when they switch, it'll be the two psychopaths on one side, the two normal people on the other side. No, yeah, the, no, the no. other way. The, the psychopath no, no. kid goes to the normal family. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the kid was a psychopath as long no. as the parent. I thought it was like one psychopath parent, one psychopath mom, and then one psychopath kid with the mom who's normal, and the psychopath kid with or the non psychopath kid with the dad. And you had, okay. Okay, that made sense. That makes much more sense. I was like, well, you put two psychopaths. And, ha and have the story <laughs> being about the daughter getting revenge on, like, her sister and her dad for living a normal life Whoa. while the mom is, like, a fucking psychopath. And I'm like, See, that'd be interesting. Take all the fun that Disney's movie, all the nice things. We're just gonna make them darker. <laughs> make it darker. Rated R? No, don't touch that R. Make it PG-13. That's not. Those are great ideas, honestly. And I think this movie, like the idea, is really cool. It just looks like it's just like a, oh, we're gonna throw like comedy bits into like a like a slasher movie or whatever you want to call it. I'm just like it. It looks cheap. It looks like they're just trying to go for jokes. And I just I realized know. both of those movies had Lindsay Lohan in it. In the yeah. Disney version. <laughs> yeah, Disney, yeah, good old Lindsay Lohan making money. Um another trailer that came out, the Dune trailer. Dune trailer. It's giving me a lot of Star Wars times um Mad Max times Game of Thrones vibes in a way. Mm -hmm. I think it's really built up. I think people are expecting this to be something big and next the next big series i don't know how how many books there are how many movie adaptations they can make but people are hyping this up a lot people are expecting it to be good what did you guys think just based on the trailer alone i think it looks cool but i don't care i need to see more mm -hmm. nothing about this caught my attention what about the cast the cast is cool the the story i'm not i don't get it I, I, they, the trailer told me nothing. Yeah. So I'm on Wikipedia, so take everything with a grain of salt. But it says, first of all, the novels are, the first novel was made in the beautiful time of 1965. And he wrote five sequels. And the first novel inspired a 1984 adaption, so this is a reboot, and a 2000 sci fi channel mini series in mm -hmm. yeah 2003 sequel to oh my god is that professor x oh, oh my god it is sorry the new professor x is in the 2003 sorry off topic a computer studio games a board game so people people who know this will probably go see it but for the average person i guess it's okay but to think that someone wrote this in 1965 is weird to think but, I mean, the cast, Josh Brolin, Dave Bautista, Zendaya's in it casually. Uh, Jason Moe without a beard is still weird. There's a, I mean, there's a million people. There's a million people. But, like, I don't know. The premise says, in the far future of humanity, Duke, who I guess is, it was, yeah, Duke accepts stewardess of the dangerous desert planet Arrakis, or however you say it, also known as Dune. Okay. The only source of the most valuable substance in the universe, named, quote-unquote, the Spice, a drug which extends human life, provides superhuman levels of thought, and makes faster-than-light travel possible. Though Leto knows the opportunity is an intricate trap set by his enemies, he takes his being... Guess it. Guesser it? I guess it's probably, probably something in the movie. Concubine Lady Jessica, probably another person in the movie. Young son and the heir Paul. So probably that. 
and most trusted advisors to Dune. He takes control of the operation, spice mining operation, which is hard because there's giant sandworms, and then he gets betrayed. Yeah, a bit of betrayal leads Paul and Jessica to the Freemen, which is probably another group of people in the movie, natives of Eric's who live in a deep desert. So I'm like trying to figure out, is this like we're going to send the king to the most important part of his whole what he's in thing, and we're going to trap him and kill him and just overthrow the government kind of thing. And then it's like halfway through, it's like, no, you got to survive now. It's like, it's really kind of just everywhere. So, I, oh I've heard there's going to be three films. Oh, it's a series. Is what they're planning. Okay. So Okay, so we'll get two, got it. But I guess it's a very cult classic thing. Yeah, it's yeah. people love it. Right now, I, mean, I I don't care. I need to see more. I know the trailer from people who love Dune. People who love the series already love this trailer. But me, who knows absolutely nothing about this franchise, I don't care. It looks cool. I have no intention on seeing it at the moment. Show me more. Show me stuff that'll get me to go. I need to see that. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in the same boat exactly. Like visually, it looks really cool. Like there's just so many different pieces where I'm like, "Whoa, what the hell's that? What's that?" It looks really cool. But I got nothing. Like, what the hell's the story? I have no idea what it's about. I mean, there's nothing for me, like you said, like just the average person who's never heard of Dune, to take away from this. I feel like. I hate to say this out loud, but the older generation may know about it because, it, as, as Joey said, it, is kind of, it does feel like a cult classic that's now updated into 2020. But I'm reading like development. In 2008, Paramount Pictures announced that they make a film app, film adaptation to the movie. And then like the person, he was going to direct, and then he left. And then this guy, and then he left. And then this guy, and then he left. Like, it started in 2008, and then their second director came in in 2010 and then they dropped paramount dropped in 2011 and then casually in 2016 legendary pictures picked it up in tv rights and then the director was in talks yeah it was the director has a quote-unquote a long-standing dream of mine is to adapt dune but it's a long process to get the rights and i don't think i will succeed well he's wrong because he did and he said he wasn't ready till he completed arrival in Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. So, I mean, this was a Paramount, and then they lost two directors, and then they dropped it. And then, five years later, Legendary picked it up. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the Halo movie that's been in the works for, like, 12 fucking years. That Halo movie's never coming out. So, I don't know how we missed this before we were finding topics. Fast and Furious 9 Part 2 has been confirmed that they're going to space. You're lying. I'm not lying. Fast 9 is going to space. Fast 9 to space. So the thing is, we aren't getting Fast and Furious 10. Vin Diesel said we're getting Fast and Furious 9 and Fast and Furious 9 Part 2. And I'm like, why not just call it 10? But no, Fast 9 is going to space. 
I don't know how the fuck we missed it. It got announced six hours ago. But the going to space, boys. We we've uh, always made the jokes that's gonna I, happen. I don't believe this. Yep. Ludacris recently sparked rumors yeah. that the ninth installment yeah. is ready to go to space. Yeah, I remember Ludacris talking, but everyone's like, it's just Ludacris, guys. Calm down. Like, he had a thing. And now Michelle Rodriguez did it on some serious XM things. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I mean, honestly, now there's blowing up spacecraft in space. Like, this just sounds like just more work for whoever. <laughs> Vinny's in here, like, great. Vinny's also not the Fast and Furious person. I'm probably the most Fast and Furious person here. But, like, unless you're just going to yeet the charger into space just because. I mean, look what they did in that trailer. What, they they hooked on to, like, an edge of the bridge and just shot off and, like, launched himself to the other side? Like, I'm not going to be surprised if they just go around that thing, like, ten times and go flying off into space. It's <laughs> like, fucking like a cartoon. It's ridiculous. Wow. It's like the first five films were just very, like, racing and maybe a little heist here and there but then it's like six on just went too far like planes and god i can't even planes, now they're trains, just like superheroes in a way it's like they're superheroes and it's just like god i mean god uh hobbs and shaw really took it up with the superhero or like going batshit crazy with it yeah i don't know i i'm kind of glad that they're going batshit crazy with it because the the original couple movies, when they're they're good, but I don't care about weird. them. I'm not a huge. Wow, I love the original. Like so I like Tokyo the Drift. You're supposed but... to watch it is what it's supposed to be. Fast and Furious one, two, four, four, five, six. Whichever one Gal Gadot dies because she's playing Wonder Woman. You go back to two, which makes Han's story. Chef's kiss. Yeah, and then you go sure. whatever, and then you go whatever is that? That's what seven, eight, nine. I think she so, dies in six. So yeah? that's the way to watch yeah. it. Have I been yeah. watching it wrong this whole time? Well, yeah. everyone watched it wrong this whole time. Everyone went yeah. one, two, three, four. Everyone went in order, but because they made two, because at the time that was like the big thing. Yeah, you just go Fast and Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, Fast and Furious, which is technically four, four. and then you go five, and I think. Six, and yeah. then Tokyo Drift, and then seven. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I like the first few. I liked them all up until five, and I still do like six and seven. But then eight lost me. Haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw because it just you it just feels like they're losing it. You were so excited for that film. I remember... yeah, and then I, I learned it was a superhero film basically. And I'm like, nah, that that's gonna ruin it for me. Uh, I thought I thought it was just fun how stupid it was. That was my I mean, favorite thing about Hobbs and Shaw. It was just batshit crazy. I, I'm gonna have to see it at some point. Yeah, Fast Eight. Okay, mm, honestly, once Han left and Gal Gadot left and Paul Walker died, I was like, all right, this is over. They should have just ended it. Those are like my top three favorite characters. Well, yeah, they should have ended it. Paul Walker's. Brother is in this in in nine. 
but I guess he was on set. So it's like, is are they bringing back his character, but his brother's gonna play him? Hey, what talking about? Someone's gonna get like on the brink of death, and like Vin Diesel's gonna probably almost die, and the brother's gonna be like, "Hey, you can't die, stupid." It's gonna happen. Calling it now. You just called it. It's gonna be exactly that way. He's gonna he's gonna fall into the. He's gonna say, "You can't die, stupid." He's gonna go stupid. Flying into the dark void of space. Say it exactly like that. Yeah, we're talking about. He's gonna he's gonna be almost dead and. Paul Walker's brother, who's gonna look like Paul Walker because CGI is an amazing thing. Is gonna, hey, you still got a quarter mile left, Pog. Stupid. Just like I mean, that. You really gotta take these movies for just the fun action they are. I mean, you yeah. really can't think about them as something huge because they are just stupid fun action movies, racing movies, whatever they are now. Now I, I know this is just a random topic, but I guess in Orlando, at Universal Studios. How we have the Fast and Furious section on our Hollywood tour thing. They have a full-on ride over there. And it's already about to get re-themed from Fast Fast and Furious Superchargers. I think that's what it's called. And the rumor is it's going to be completely redone into Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. And it's going to be a Hobbs and Shaw ride instead of Fast and Furious because it is hard to watch. I have seen a ride through of it, and I'm sorry, but Vin Diesel should not be bigger than the car he's standing in front of. Like, so. <laughs> it makes me want to look it up. <laughs> like, I was just like, this can't be real. I mean, it just looks stupid fun, but Jesus, dude. Like, uh, just crazy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's funny that they're already retheming it when they just brought out, what, last year? Like, I don't think the ride's been around that long, but, uh, uh, anyway... I guess the last thing to talk about is movie theaters. So, I went to a movie theater last Saturday. What'd you watch? I saw New Mutants. Oh, I'm sorry for your your loss of money. I liked it. (laughs) I actually liked it. Wait, what? You're not pessimistic enough. (laughs) Stop liking stuff. It's it's the world good. isn't that it's good right good. now. It's not it's not complete shit, but it's not great. It's good. It. I'm sorry, but the characters are just cheese pizza. They are Chuck E. Cheese cheese pizza. They have <laughs> yeah, nothing to them. Serviceable. They get the job done in a pinch. So the um, the main character. I had a full conversation with my sister about this. The main character is a piece of Chuck E. Cheese, Chuck E. Cheese, cheese pizza. There's nothing to her. There's nothing to her, but she's the main character. Then you got her girlfriend. She's like Chuck E. Cheese pizza with pepperoni. There's a little bit more (laughs) layers to her, but she's not that great of a character either. Now you get this other dude who's like some Brazilian, um... 
rich kid who has like flame powers, he's basically on the same level. Chuck E. Cheese pepperoni pizza. And then you get to the other two characters, and these two characters are my favorite. You got Jonathan from Stranger Things and Blonde Bitch. So, so, so Blonde Bitch is like Little Caesars with like pepperoni and sausage. Ooh. Just like the thickness of the character, like there's some depth to the character. And the Ooh. same... <laughs> In and case you don't know what just happened, we'll elaborate yeah, later. And same with Jonathan. Both their characters have some depth to them. So that's why I'm comparing them to a piece of pizza with a little bit more toppings on it. Basically, they're the best fucking characters. I hated the blonde bitch. At the beginning, I'm like, she's playing a really good, like, asshole. But then you find out she has, like... Her arm turns into, like, this metal arm, and she has, like, this giant blue fiery sword, and her little, like, weird sock puppet shit turns into an actual dragon. Like, I'm like, what is this film? But, I don't know. I enjoyed it. It's probably just because it was the first movie I've seen in six months in a movie theater. Hey, my biggest thing about that, my biggest takeaway is, you went to a theater and didn't see Tenet first. (laughs) I'm seeing Tenet tomorrow. I'm seeing oh, Tenet okay. tomorrow. Okay. So I'm. I'll. I'll give you guys my thoughts so, on that next week. The but... reviews I read. I've read the comic adaption reviews that are very comic focused, mm-hmm. and then I've read the like Rotten Tomatoes, like the average viewer. Mm-hmm. So the comic adaption yeah, who does tomatoes? take who does take into account like the average viewer said this is the worst Marvel, not the worst. Sony X Men movie, whatever you want to call it, Fox. out of all oh of the movies. Oh my god! What? Give me the wrong. Yeah, no, the... It, it, it's the worst X Men film. Straight, straight up. Okay, so I thought you were saying it was actually like no, you would... no, but it's, not it, good. it's good for what it is. <laughs> you mean a you mean a three year old movie that finally found this big screen? Yes. So it's good for what it is. But, like I said, it's not great. It's nothing spectacular. The characters are fucking bland. The story's interesting, but there's nothing to it. Now, I'd say if they made a sequel, I'd be very interested to see where they go with it. And maybe they build upon the characters, but we're never getting that. So, as it stands, it's good. It's not great. It's not fantastic. Would I watch it again? No. <laughs> all right here you go the worst obviously this next worst is x-men 3 would you rather watch x-men 3 or new mutants x-men 3 i haven't wow, even okay. seen it yet so x-men 3 <laughs> wow then i'm very sorry for when you have to watch x-men 3 I'm oh i can't sorry. wait i'm liking all the x-men films so far you got a 33 percent. i got new this mutants today <laughs> Jesus. so uh, yeah, it got 33% and audience scores 54 and Ooh. I don't know, like That's I said I I liked it. It's not great. But I'll let you know how tenant is after I see that. Ooh. How much did you pay to watch this? Seven I'm talking about bucks? just not if you bought popcorn, not if you bought whatever. 7 bucks? Okay. Okay. If you're gonna say anything above ten, I'd be like, "You want your money back?" Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. It it was fine. Like it was a it was a fun experience. Also, 
heads up, movie theater. Row in front of us was blocked off. Row behind of us was black blocked off. Two, two person buffer on each side of you. There was no one else in our row except for these. Actually, there's two people in our row, but they're at the entire opposite side of the row. It was actually a pretty big theater. It's the cleanest I've ever seen a movie theater. The floors weren't sticky. There wasn't popcorn everywhere. There was nothing under any someone, seats. Take this from someone who actually worked in a movie theater. Yeah. There was no popcorn under the seats. Because trust me, when I worked at Cinemark, they told us to literally sweep the popcorn just under the seats <laughs> for, for the next show. And being completely honest yeah, that's what they fucking told us. Um, but yeah, no, it was the cleanest I've ever seen in theater. Bathrooms were clean. Everything was clean. There was... It was insane. I think it was like a second day it was open, so I would... I don't know why I'm so surprised that, huh, they've been closed for six months. They're actually fucking clean. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to expect, but I'll let you guys know when I see Tenet. And it's at a completely different theater. So nice. I'm just hoping that, I don't know, that it's the same type of experience where distancing wise, everything's clean, but it's a better movie? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, God, going to a theater, don't know what that feels like. <laughs> I know it was, it was pretty nice. It was, it was, it was fun. I, I think the it. last movie I watched was I think is Infinity War in theaters. Last thing I saw was no Endgame. Sorry, Harley Quinn. My Hero uh, Academia movie, maybe. Oh, was it for oh, me? For I, you? I... Shit. Let me see. I want to see this now. That was March. Yeah, I think that was my last time. Yeah, I think that was like March, maybe late February. Actually, I think the last thing I saw was Onward. Oh, you, it probably was, because that's just when COVID happened. Yeah. Because I was going to go see Sonic again. But yeah, no, Onward was my last film. Mine was March 4th. Mine was March 7th. My hero. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I think that wraps up the podcast. Yeah, I yeah. think that's all our topics. Anyone have any last things, or do we want to wrap it up? Get Vinny to a hundred subs. He's one subscriber away. To... Yeah, literally, Wait, I made it to I made it to ninety nine while we were recording. All right, here we go. We're gonna go to Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, um, plug your shit. I'm gonna add. I'm gonna add another account. Add another account. Ooh, sign oh in. All right, here we go. Okay, Vinny, plug your shit. All right. Okay. Oh shit. I'm going first. Okay. Hey. Uh. It me. Uh. I'm trying to do stuff. I have names. Ton of them. Uh. All over the place. Twitch. True random dumbass. I've been streaming a lot over there. I mean, I think I have. I don't even know at this point. YouTube. SRD. Use the link of the. Use the link in the teammate bit channel to go and find it i'm so goddamn close to finally breaking triple digits like i'm going to cry when it happens i'm just gonna tell you that right now it's gonna get ugly up in this bitch but <laughs> it's gonna happen i uh, i do music reviews i listen to a lot of k-pop over there and make myself look like a fucking idiot in the process so if you think that's entertaining you should probably go check that out i mean yeah cool all right whatever instagram twitter srd on yt i i I plug my shit there, and I also tweet like my nothing opinions about stuff. So that that's entertaining in itself. Will you want to go? 
Yeah, Join I'll go. Team Ape and stuff. Hey, do you like us? Are you on Instagram? Because no one's on Facebook. It's Team Eight underscore Bit. Everything's lowercase. You're welcome. Hey, are you fucking cold? Do you need a mask because Corona's a thing? Hey, go to teespring.com slash store slash team 8-bit. Everything's lowercase again. You're welcome. Also, go to our YouTube team 8-bit, capital T, capital B, space in between the 8s. I'm Will. Merry Christmas. Beautiful. Hey, I'm Joey. You can find my shit everywhere at Joey Blue Jay. Yeah, no, no longer Blue Jay no Gaming Blue over Jay here. Gaming. Only on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, he finally changed his Only on Twitter. I don't really use Twitter anymore except for once a week. But if you want to see what I'm up to, like my art and stuff, go over to my Instagram and check out what the hell I'm drawing, because I don't even know. Or you could go to my YouTube channel where I'm trying out some new content. More content coming soon. Right now, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right now, Matt and I have been doing these uh, reviews. I Like, we, we go and re yeah, we re-watch old films. So right now we're doing the Spider-Man Raimi trilogy. We did the Amazing Spider-Man films, so if that interests you at all, go check it out. Um, yeah, there's a lot more content coming soon, so go check it out. Joey Blue Jay. And for me, you can find me on Twitter at 4DG underscore TV, pretty easy. And then on YouTube at MixMat, pretty easy. I make videos over there, so go sub. Congrats and on 100 subs, Matt. Thank you, thank you. And that's our show. We'll catch you guys in the next one. See ya. Stay. Yeah. Bye. Bye.